Hi, welcome back to the Investments Education Podcast. If it's the first time you've come in, welcome. And if it's not the first time you've come in, thank you for coming back. Thank you for showing support. So today we're going to be looking at something that should be focused on a lot more as investors. And yes, we're, we're speaking to investors today. And this topic is the following. Common mistakes, or rather common investment mistakes, common people make. Common investment mistakes that common people make. So we've all heard of these amazing companies that have thrived, that have become gargantuan, mammoth. And we've often thought back, what if I had invested in that company? What if I had invested in Amazon when it was like a dollar a share? And this is for both South African and international investors. We're broadening this podcast. What if I'd invested in Facebook and a dollar a share? Heck, what if I'd invested in Tesla? pre-split at a dollar a share and the list goes on google uh apple and the list just simply goes on and those are just the u.s stocks we're not even looking into other stocks once again what if i'd invested and i would be rich and this is generally the problem with the common investor trying to achieve such a goal it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because the entire system doesn't allow for it to work. People who speak or think in that manner generally do it because they don't understand various phases of a business. In other words, they, run, they don't understand pre-IPO and post-IPO. And they don't understand what an IPO is. And they don't understand how that system works. And the list goes on. So, yes... It would have been great, but we also need to understand that there, a business has an entire lifespan pre-IPO, which is the initial public offering, and post-IPO. And therefore, we are retail investors investing in the public companies. And yes, I said that it's common investments mistakes for common investors or common people, but it's important for us to grasp this piece of information so we understand why it doesn't work and we understand why the system which is boring works so let's continue please just lend me your ears so let's get back and before i continue please excuse the noise it is raining outside so let's move on when we're looking at a pre-IPO, in other words, it's essentially a private company. It hasn't gone public yet. We need to understand that it already has investors. The company's grown and it already has investors. Facebook had investors before it went IPO. And the list goes on, of course, just to save on time. So in order for us to have gotten 
Facebook at a dollar a share, hypothetically, we would have to have gotten in when it was a private company and it was closed to the public. And, well, naturally that wouldn't happen. We don't have that access. We don't have that information. And the list goes on. And so it's important for us to realize that we are limited to public companies. Now, this is not a problem, but rather something for us to realize and identify. Let's continue. So when a company, and yes, we're going to save, we're going to jump through multiple, we're going to skip multiple sessions just to try and make sure that this podcast doesn't turn into a two, three hour lecture. So when Facebook IPO'd, on average, roughly, it was about $30 to $40 on IPO. And of course, um, Amazon had its IPO, Google had an IPO. And what you will notice when you're looking at these companies that have done well is that none of them, or most of them rather, did not IPO as a penny stock. I'm sure people out there are aware of what a penny stock is. And if not, well, then we will cover it later, should people request it. So, most companies did not IPO as penny stocks. They IPO'd with strong numbers. They IPO'd well above $10 a share. And this is important. It's important because the idea that you are going to get into Amazon at a dollar or five cents a share and work your way up to 3000 doesn't work because Amazon did not IPO at a cent a share. And therefore, you could not enter at that price. And so what does this mean? It means when you are looking into companies which will IPO and are doing well, for instance, let's assume TikTok uh, eventually did IPO, they would not IPO at a dollar a share looking at the disruption and the revenue and so on that they'd be generating. And this is important. And so we need to understand that when we are investing, we need to avoid certain common mistakes which common people make, such as trying to get a company as cheap as possible and keep it so that we, we, we are seen as being Warren Buffett's alter ego, Warren Buffett's genius or something of that sort because it doesn't work. There is a system which works, but a lot of people don't like it. And so, again, it's important for us to stick with systems which work rather than sticking with systems which do not work. So, one, what are these common mistakes? As I said, the common mistake is trying to find the next stock which is going to a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, a million X. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm simply saying, how many people have done that? 
statistically and and how many long-term investors have done that and very quickly you're going to realize it's not about doing the thousand x and hundred thousand x it's simply about finding the great stock that makes sense that can bring good returns and doing that consistently and then compounding that and so in the next episode we're going to look at what system works and why it works and why we should stick with it especially when we are at the beginning phase of investing it works it makes sense and it even gives us possible exposure into companies that we would not know about at the time or even care about at that time it also cuts down on a lot of work so tune in the next time when we look at the ways in which we can invest without the hard work thank you for joining see you next time Cheers.